Am I up and rolling? You're, we're rolling. <laughs> Sick. Right on. Welcome to another episode of All Things Red. On today's show, I have Drew Ventura. Drew, Drew and I met, I want to say like two years ago, maybe. Um, Drew is a barber, uh, used to be a barber at El Molino's, um, and now he is uh, a full-time barber. Drew, my guy, how you doing? I'm doing well. How you doing this morning, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. So I definitely wanted to have you on. And uh, I mean, you've been cutting my hair for a while now. So, I, you know, we always have good convos when uh, when I come over. So I definitely wanted to have you on and then just uh, learning a little bit more about you over the years. I definitely think you had would have some dope shit to say. So um love it. Absolutely. So um, when we first met you, you know, you mentioned to me that you're you're originally not from Buffalo. Like what? Uh, how did you end up in Buffalo? Well, long story short, uh, I met a girl at a bar at my local watering hole in uh, Southern California, and uh, things kind of clicked, and uh, I ended up uh, traveling back for the last, uh, like, six months to a year back to Buffalo every few months, and I ended up kind of falling in love with Buffalo and the people and uh, all that good stuff that was here, and said, you know what, it'd be a great place to raise a family, so... Um, other than that, yeah, that's how I, I became to Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, you have, uh, you grew up in Southern California and you have family that, uh, is in Hawaii. So yep. you know, when you were younger, when you were younger, were you constantly going back and forth or where did you spend the majority of like growing uh, up and like uh, usually, your life? Uh, San Clemente, California, it's uh, South Orange County, um, it's mm-hmm. a small sleepy beach town. Um, and, uh. Yeah, I, I end up going back to Hawaii every few months out of the year and spending a lot of time on the North Shore and then also in Kauai with family. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I think uh, being around the beach was a big part of me growing up. And I kind of surfed kind of semi-professionally and traveled the world doing that for a while before I really got into hair. And so growing up, um, you know, you said that your family's been in, you know, the barber business, you know, pretty much your whole life, the salon business, the, and stuff like that. So like, is that something that like, you know, being around your family, you kind of like grew up in and we're like, all right, this is the path I'm going to take. Or like, how did you, how did you know that you wanted to become a barber and, you know, run your own business out of that? Um, because I always did art. I always used my hands doing stuff and, you know, I always kind of, Instead of, you know, seeing a lot of numbers, I saw shapes and seeing, uh, and I was just really good with talking with people and that uh, I can kind of really get my point across using something else, a different type of tool. So, yeah. Uh, Go ahead. Was, um, now, like, when you were in school, did you, like, feel that, like, school just, like, wasn't for you or, like, like, what was Uh, your... I didn't feel school was for me. It's, I don't think it's for everyone, you know, uh. Uh, I just feel like we're that where you could succeed the most is where you can, you can really definitely, uh, you know, thrive out your passion, you know? Um, and I found out, uh, doing hair is a passion of mine. How were you, um, now, like when you, obviously your whole family was in like the salon business and barbering and stuff like that. So, I mean, you maybe didn't, you didn't have that pressure from your family of like, okay, you got to get you got to get like a nine to five job or like what a lot of people hear nowadays, like was that now like being at school and like you always knowing that you wanted to be, you know, do something creative and become a barber. Did you still take school seriously or were you just like, I just need to pass so I can, you know, move on and, 
Like, what was your whole mindset, like, with school and everything and, like, traditional education? Uh, traditional education, um, you know, I, I always tried my best at doing all the work they provided me. Mm-hmm. But um, truthfully, like, <laughs> I didn't want to have anything to do with if it, was, if, if it wasn't for me, you know. Um, if I wasn't feeling it, of course, I didn't want to do it. I mean, who, who wants to do something that they're forced to do, right? Um, I, I just felt like, okay, I already knew what my path was, and I want to take it further and jump right into something that I wanted to do. So, you know, just took it from that kind of that kind of ground level where I, where I wanted to come from. (laughs) No, I feel that. And like, was your, um, like, you know, growing up in like your childhood and then obviously like becoming a young adult and, um, going back and, you know, growing up in Southern California and then going back between Hawaii, um, his like living in those spots had like a major impact and influence on like, you, you know, how you go about business and like who you are as a person. Uh, uh, what was that? Sorry. I kind of lost you. Um, so growing up in California, Southern California, and then, um, you know, always going back and forth between Hawaii, did that like kind of cultivate you into like who you are today or most definitely just the, I believe the family, you know, always, uh, my family has always been supportive of me hundred percent. If I ever needed something, I was in a pickle. They were always there for me. They never gave up one chance on me. Um, and then just being around, just being around a good, solid community that can build, that'll build your life. That'll build your, your world. You know, you are the people you hang out with, right? That's what I believe in. So, Absolutely. Um, but I think that really gave me a, an edge on to really get myself motivated and so to build my dreams up and build my castle in my future of where I want to be. Now, did uh, you were saying that like your family's been in the business for so long? Like, is there anyone specifically in your family that you kind of like, you know, get your creative style from, or like, is it a mix of like everyone? I believe it's a mix. You know, you know, it's like you these MAA fighters these days. You know, they're not around. They're doing all mixed martial arts, not just one. You know, I I believe in a mix uh, a mixed variety of things for sure that can build off yourself with. Yeah, no, absolutely. And like, um, you said that you surf, you surf professionally for a couple of years, right? Oh yeah. From, uh, what age, I want to say 15, 16, I think it was probably, I was age 14, got my first paycheck from Oakley. And, uh, that really kind of kickstarted me into pursuing surfing as at a young age and, uh, end up, uh, getting, uh, leaving high school and doing independent study to, travel and have a different education uh traveling the world that's up in a different level and uh, i think yeah. that go ahead no no no, no. keep going no i think that kind of created me to actually i don't know build more per, uh, personal uh personal life skills actually instead of being stuck in the classroom uh, uh in high school going okay cool I'm going to go off to Australia and learn about this culture or go to Europe or, you know, go to South America, go to Guatemala, go, go do something fully different and um, see how people live their lives and see how thankful you are from coming from nothing to being something. So I think it's great. 
Absolutely. I know like we've had that conversation because like I've traveled quite a bit and I've been to a shit ton of places. And I know the one thing I like we I was kind of telling you is that when I got to go to Spain and I was in Spain for two and a half weeks is that it was like it was it was a culture shock, but it wasn't a culture shock in the aspect of like, holy fuck, like what is going on? It was just more so like kind of go back to like what you were saying about how it's like. Yeah, like Europe I mean you know this you've been there like Europe is nothing like America and then on top of it like every everything is different so like it kind of changed my perspective on like how I view people and like how I view the world because it's like outside of the United States everything is so different so like I felt as though that um being in Spain we always had to speak Spanish because like I mean there's people that speak English there but it's mainly Spanish speaking so like if you want to interact with the locals and stuff like that like you kind of got to learn the the language and the culture like pretty quickly um and so like did you think that from all your travels you were able to learn about people and learn more about like the world easier than you were like sitting in a classroom reading it out of a book um uh i think so for sure people speaking it to me and like trying to yeah pretty much live live with a different culture <laughs> instead of going <laughs> has it changed uh, uh has it changed what has it changed your like perspective on like how you view the world at all or no oh no oh like wait, wait what was that what do you mean i'm sorry like has it changed your perspective on like how you view the world from like the context of like because i feel like in the united states like it's kind of like uh, like in high school, you're everyone's being taught the same curriculum. Everyone's being taught history the same way. Like everyone's, you know, kind of being taught almost on like the same line of thinking. Um, and so like you having that experience of traveling and meeting people from all over the I world. I think you're just, with, you're enjoying the first hand of things, you know? Uh-huh. You know, just like you said, okay, I can go to the same classroom with 20 other kids. But if I was down, say, I don't know, South America somewhere going, okay, I'm going to be surfing on this trip and staying with this family and seeing how they were brought up and what they're cooking for, for breakfast and seeing their lifestyles and inner personal interaction with people can help you grow even further, I believe, instead of, okay, I'm going to read this paragraph um, out of the book and I'm going to read it to 15 of my clients and say, okay, cool. All right. <laughs> uh, that's all I got today. When they're going more into context of here, try this as if you're speaking to me. And if you want something, you're going to have to say, you're going to have to, if you want, if you want something, you got to speak up pretty much if you're somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Now, do you think like, uh, you know, before we get back into the whole, like, you know, your business as a barber and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. do, what do you, you know, looking back on it, what would you say, like, you have learned the most from like all your travels and like your experience uh, surfing. I, I just highly believe in being kind with the people hundred percent is what you put out to people um, is what you're going to get. If you are fully hundred percent say, okay, I love this. I love what I'm doing. I love the people around you. If you're treating people with love and respect, man, you're just going to give love and respect back, man. I just hundred percent with that. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like I kind of see that with like how you uh, how you are with like your customer service and shit, because I remember the first time I met you, 
um, I was just stopping in at the barbershop because my buddy Vito like recommended it to me because we were, you know, we were working downtown and he was just like, yo, he's just like, they, they got good barbers in there. You should go there. And you were the only one that didn't have anyone at the time because um, you were like in between cuts and I didn't even know you. And you just walked right up to me and you're just like, yo, my guy, let's go. Come on. Cut. How you doing? And you were just like, so over, like, yeah. you were just so over the top with like energy. And at first I'm like, all right, this dude's a little kooky. And then like, I got to know you and I was just like, nah, like you're just a, you're just like a really genuine down to earth person. And like, you know, everyone that like has comes into the shop that is getting cuts by you and stuff like that is always just like the second they see you, they like light up and stuff like that. So like, is that um have you always been that way or is that something that like I think I always have uh even when I was younger and saying if my mom took me shopping she's always told me a story she goes how does this guy's calling you across the grocery store and how do you even know him I'm like oh I met him in the water surfing or I met him on the beach like just I'm like this guy's like five years older and looking at you and like talk trying to talk to you it's like as a kid like I, I think I've always just I've been like that. I even think like my daughter's like that. My daughter's so bubbly. I feel like I see that in her. I'm like, on oh, shoot, man. Like that's a, I love that trait about me. And I, you know, I think it's uh, really, that's cool. I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Now um, the, you know, going, going on to like, you know, your business as a barber and stuff like that, obviously like COVID-19 happened um, and that really, you know, fucked up a lot of things for people. But like when that first happened, like, um, were you, were you doing like haircuts, like on the side oh, or like, were you just like, full, fuck, like I, don't I was know. fully doing haircuts on the side. I believe in that. My passion, my business is, you know, I believe in it. I mean, people can say different, but I feel like, uh, this is, it's essential for me to put bread on the table for me and my daughter. I didn't, I don't want to have to rely on a government for a government check. Um, I, you know, I did things kind of, I'd say undercover, um, you know, but I was still testing negative, testing uh, every week, having a COVID test. And always I was testing negatives ever still to this day. Um, but, you know, I have a good clientele, thankfully in Buffalo and a great clientele in California that I travel every three to three to four weeks. And um, I remember going the first time this happened, I think it was what? um around March 15th of was it 2020 um yeah I w- went back to California and the owner of the shop goes okay Drew you know it's up to you if you want to work da, da, da. and me and my uncle Stan we uh we put trash bags over the window dude we were we covered the whole windows up we uh said you know what we kind of let our clients know it's like speak easy if you want to get your hair cut knock at the door twice text me when you're in the car I'll, I'll open the door kind of thing for you. So, you know, it was all a uh, personal preference if you're comfortable with it. And I still have clients that are, aren't comfortable with it and they don't want to go to the shop. So I kind of thought, okay, well, it's time to get creative. Maybe uh, start doing a mobile barber service, going to their house, going places. And, you know, I end up coming out on top, I believe. Um, and I, I feel happier and more satisfying of what I'm doing now. It's like, okay, great. And I think more offering more of a personal service for people, uh, um, it gained a lot of good, good, good respect from people from that. So, yeah. 
Absolutely. And now, do you um, do you feel that I mean, because we've we've talked about this and shit like that. We've also had some like personal conversations of like personal things, you know, between me and you that we're not going to discuss on the podcast. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, do you do you think that like the pandemic was kind of like a blessing in disguise for you and your business? Because now, um, obviously, like you're running you're running cuts like out of your you know, out of your house and you know, you got a, you got a nice setup. You got like a TV, you got like a little whiskey bar, you got like the hot towel setup, all that shit. And it just seems like, um, and, and this isn't a bad thing, but it just seems like now you're more engaged than ever. So do you, you know, looking back, do you think that because you had to switch gears due to the pandemic that it like almost in a way was like a blessing in disguise or like, what is your thought on that? Uh, I believe so. So for sure. I think I've always wanted to do something kind of more for myself. Um, I think it just, it just makes you happy when you do something for yourself, doesn't it? Like if you ask anyone, the happy if you do it yourself? Oh yeah, it feels great, right? You feel more independent. You don't have to worry about someone uh, on your back and chewing you out. Um, you're doing it yourself. I think, uh, yeah, I fully think it was a blessing in disguise. And I'm so thankful for that, that, you know, God, pro- God provided something great for me and he keeps, pro- he keeps, he keeps providing great things. So Yeah. absolutely and now like um i mean we've touched on this a little bit like when you know we've seen each other and stuff why uh so like a common thing that i hear all the time from people um especially like my age um at in at 27 is that it's just like a lot of people are they they look at work almost as like a a chore in a sense and it's like i don't want to put in you know like not that they don't want to put in the 40 50 60 hours but it's just like why do you think just from your opinion why do you think people are so especially young people are so hesitant to trying to build a business out of their passion or their interest in being independent um do you think that's from fear or like what what are your thoughts that that? they're they don't want they don't want to uh do it themselves they just want to is that what you're asking kind of yeah, kind of. I mean, I don't know if I said that properly, I, but it's just like, why do you why do you think people are so like, um, like when you're younger, where you have so much time and you don't <laughs> have the responsibilities. Ooh, bless you. Um, and you don't have the responsibilities of like, you know, having a kid and, you know, being married and or even having like a serious relationship and all that shit. Like, why do you think that um, most young people uh, are so are more focused on the money versus building something that could bring them money in the future. I believe, uh, you know, a lot could be with they're scared to do it. They're actually, mm-hmm. they're they're yeah, they're scared. They're fearful. They're uh, maybe they're just not happy with themselves to actually try to do something with themselves. You know, I mean, if uh-huh. you're happy, right, you're you're gonna definitely gonna want to do something. I mean, for when I'm happy, I'm doing something for myself. I mean, hate to be selfish about that, but it's a uh, more of a it's a good thing, <laughs> not a selfish thing. No, absolutely. And like, um, from your perspective, because we've had this conversation before, like, why do you think that, like, for for young people that are like, hey, I wanna I wanna do my own thing. I don't wanna go the nine to five. I I don't wanna go the nine to five route. I wanna be independent. I wanna start my own business or build my own thing. Why do you think like a lot of older people or a lot like society as a whole like kind of like looks down upon that and is like, no, that's not the way to go. Uh, um. Because I think a lot of older people see, okay, 
well, you could go work at this nine to five and you can get a secure deal. Right. Uh-huh. Um, but as I think, you know, younger that you almost rather, I almost, you'd rather almost take chances when you're younger because, you know, you can always fall back on something that you don't really want to do. And if that, you know, so I think that's a, that's where I think where that kind of stems from. But yeah, no, absolutely. I, I mean, I just, I, I'm always interested to hear like what people say that like do things like you where you're, you know, kind of like working for yourself and whatnot. Um, Cause like, I don't know that many people that, you know, are working for themselves. You know, most people are, you know, are working the nine to fives and it, not that nine to fives are bad. It's just that me personally, I genuinely believe that if people knew how to build something for themselves, um, and we're okay with taking that risk and not really worrying about what other people think, they would be a lot happier. So that's why, like, I always love to, like, have that conversation. Oh, my God. Um, you feel so much happier. It's a, it's a part of freedom you get, <laughs> you know? Absolutely. So, yeah, I think that's great. Now, um, you you have that, like, set up in your house where, you know, you're kind of running your business out of your house. Do you one day eventually want to get your own shop or are you cool with everything just running out of your house? uh, Maybe get one of my own shop, but as of right now, it's just being as with everything going on with pandemic and everything, I think personal taking care of personal clients, what I'm doing right now is Mm -hmm. a little bit more beneficial. You you build more of a personal relationship with people, but on top of that, um, yeah, maybe, but I mean, I split my time up between, you know, California and here and maybe one day in 15 years, 10 years, I'll want to be back full-time in California, you know? So, I mean, there's a lot to be said there, but I'm definitely going to kind of ride this, ride this storm out, ride this wave to the beach and uh, kind of see where things take it. And, you know, maybe I'll meet someone else, someone else that wants to go into the partnership with me doing something. So other than that, working, this is working great right now. And, um, you know, I don't want to change the wheel if it's working, you know, now do you, I mean, you said you go back between California and New York all the time. Like, um, do you find that to be tedious or do you genuinely enjoy it? You know, people go, aren't you burned out and you get tired of that? I say, no, I am. I get so excited to keep, I like to keep the ball rolling. I always like to look forward to something that I'm going to be doing okay, cool. I am, I got a busy rest of the week until, until next Wednesday. I said, oh, okay, I'm going to take off four days. I'm going to go down to Long Island and go see a buddy. You know, like I'm always looking forward to the next, the next page I write next page, the next chapter I'm going to do in my life. Let's go. I was like, let's bring it on. So I'm always, I have a lot of enthusiastic with that kind of stuff. Just it's, it's a magical thing. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Yeah, no, I and I always have that joke with you that every time I come over to get a cut, you're always just like, hey, you want a coffee? And I'm thinking in my head, like, motherfucker, you need to stop drinking coffee. Because <laughs> you're always just like, like, you're always just like, yo, what's up? And like, super like, like I said, like super high energy, which I love. But like, like I said, I just wanted to ask about that because I've, I, I hear both sides of like, I hear both sides of the conversation. Like I hear people being like, I would never want to. I would never want to work like that because you don't have a life. But then, you know, I hear from people like you where you're like, dude, I fucking love it. Like I'm always on the go. I'm always doing new things. Every time I get to go out to California, I, you know, I'm not just cutting hair, but I'm seeing my family. I'm surfing, you know, I'm enjoying the weather. And then it's like, you know, you're coming back to Buffalo and you're like, all right, well, I can go, you know, snowboarding, golfing, like all that shit. So um, I'm always curious, you know, what, 
like how people actually if if people actually do enjoy like that type of style and work. I like think that. they do until you get to bless uh, you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, until you get to a uh, older, you know, maybe one of these days, like, but I'm not ready there yet. I feel like I still have a lot, a lot of longevity right now of doing what I'm doing and, uh, keep, I keep building off of that. You know, I just feel like, uh, going with the good energy and the good security of your life where, where you're happy, where you're, you're trying to follow, follow your happiness, man. Absolutely. And, um, you know, like leading off of that with, you know, back to your business and stuff are, you know, building the business and the whole financials of the business and like, you know, personal finance from the business. Um, were those all things that you had to learn trial by error? Because obviously, like, you know, me and you've had this conversation, like school doesn't necessarily teach you this yet. So, you know, how did you learn to, you know, properly build your business while you're still doing it and, you know, properly manage your money and, you know, be able to manage risk? Um, trial buyer for sure. I trial think buyer. I've been doing what 2000. I'm trying to think what's 2021. Been doing hair professionally. I'm trying to think the top of my head. She's uh 2008 or 2009. So I've been doing hair professionally for a while now. But I mean, definitely the first few years of things. Yeah, you're like okay. You're sitting at a shop waiting for a walk-in, trying to build a clientele. You're like, how am I going to pay my bills if I'm just sitting at a shop, not even getting one person, you know? And how, how do you feed off that? And when you're a newer barber or a hairstylist or you're going, okay, what am I going to do? You know, I was going out there making my own flower, uh, making my own flyers, putting them on cars, going to grocery stores, like trying to think outside the box what I can do and also asking older stylists, older barbers. Hey, how did you, how could I build quicker? How could I do this quicker? How can I get to A to B, A, B, C to Z quicker, you know? Um, but yeah, trial and error was always, you got to have trial and error because you don't, then you're not a lot of people I know that just get handed it to them real easy. So <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, you know, I always, Back to like how you said about like picking up more clientele, like um, and thinking outside the box. I like that because like when I got my real estate license, my dumbass thought that like, oh, I just got my license and my friends know I have my license, so people are just gonna start calling me and being like, hey, I'm gonna call John to buy a house, but call this crazy. I have never got a phone call from someone being like, hey, you have your license, you want to sell me your house. It's always like self promotion, self marketing, um, and thinking outside the box. So. Um, like with that being said, like anyone that's like an independent contractor or self-employed and stuff like that, what would you say? I mean, you kind of just touched on it a little bit, but like, what would you say is like the, do you think that that gives you a competitive advantage being able to think outside the box? Cause I feel for so sure I do for, for sure. If you, if you're just like three other people sitting in the shop waiting for a walking together, that's not going to do anything. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta really grind out, man. You get, when people are talking about grinding, you got to grind. <laughs> Talk about this. Like I've worked a couple like nine to five jobs where like it is sale oriented. And then like, I'll think of ideas like I have where that, like I know have worked with like my real estate business. And then um, I'll like bring it up to my sales manager and they're just like, no, we don't do that here. And I'm thinking to myself, like, fuck, like I'm working for myself and I don't have anyone telling me what I can or can't do. But like, you know, the nine to five structure and like the, you know, certain 
certain sales companies, like they have a structure and they have like a, a guideline of how they do oh, things. Yeah. And, um, and it's like, it's always like, it, it's, it's always, I don't, I don't even know how I want to say this, but like, it's always confusing to me because it's just like, maybe th- th- what that person is thinking that is outside the box, maybe that will work, but just because it's not the way structured. that they You're do right. business. Yes, exactly. Um, so I always am curious if like, if that gives you in a competitive advantage, because I feel as though that like, when you are independent, like, you know, you and I are, is that like, you don't really, you're like, I'm going to try this. If it doesn't work. Okay. It doesn't fucking matter anyways. Cause it's not like I lost any business. Like I didn't have any business to begin with. So I'm just going to keep trying different things. And then when you have that freedom of like, I can think outside the box, I can really like think of something crazy as a way to market myself you in a way become way more involved and way more interested in what you're actually doing like how do you feel about that i fully agree with you 100 percent yeah okay that's what i had a feeling you were but i was (laughs) sure if you had anything else to say no no i the structure (laughs) and you know a lot you can present a plan to someone if you're in if you are structured in say that company or whatnot you you can you can give them so many ideas but sometimes they won't even bite and we'll look at you like going what is this guy talking about you know but and they're actually not taking the open-minded approach about it they're not going oh wow that would actually really work i should be almost be doing that that generate more business Mm -hmm. so yeah for sure and, um, you know, I've touched on this, I've touched on this with uh, a couple of friends that I've had on the podcast recently that, you know, are into, you know, doing their own thing, building their own thing. And um, just like creative overall, do you, do you think from your perspective that school nurtures the minds of creative students or um, no? Uh, school? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Um, but I mean, I believe in there's, there's a, there's so many different waves of creative learning, you know, I think it will definitely get you Mm -hmm. a a base of things, but I really believe taking it, your personal, your person as yourself, taking it to the next level, you, you're, you're going to have to be the one that wants to be committed to take it to a a more of a creative, creative Avenue. Um, Though I believe in, it'll definitely give you the basics of things, but it's what you want to do outside the box, you know? you know absolutely yeah absolutely i full go ahead now no no, no, what you're saying go ahead i completely forgot what i was about to say (laughs) so i don't hell yeah bro stoked brother i'm stoked we're talking today man this is fucking pumping me up today i'm all fired up dude absolutely yeah i actually have no fucking clue what i was about to say (laughs) and i'm not even gonna cut it out because it's just like what's the point (laughs) (laughs) fuck but um you know so i mean you know today i mean we're a little uh we're a little strapped with time today so we're on a tight schedule so you know kind of uh you know you know heading towards the wrap-up of all this like what would you say since you you know all the experience that you've had in life between traveling you know building your own business and you know kind of going against I would say the grain of like what most people in society do, like what would you say are like the biggest like takeaways and the be- biggest like learning lessons that you've learned that have helped you like continue going on? Um, number one, I think <clears throat> believing in always listen to a person that always listen to mm-hmm. a person. Uh, that's always going to get you so, so somewhere. <laughs> um, just being, you know, open and honest with a person following up with people. Um just asking 
certain simple questions. How are you? How, how are you and your family doing? Just certain things, small talk. You don't have to get so into people's lives, but also just being there for people and just letting you know, hey, if you need something, I'm here for you. So I think uh, that just being kind and having good self-respect for people and loving people, that I'll get you get you where you need to be for now. I have two more. I have two more things for you before we go. Um, the first one is if you could meet your younger self at the absolute <laughs> oldest you are is 18 years old, but you could be younger. What would you, what would you tell yourself about like life in general? And just like, what would you say? What conversation would you oh, have with you? That's self? a good question. <laughs> well, you know, I were saying trial and error. There was a lot of trial and error in my life <laughs> with relation, with relationships yeah. and, you know, with people, um, things I've done in the past and we won't get in it today, but, uh, I just think, uh, you know, I wouldn't change a lot. I mean, but I definitely, you are who you are today. So that one makes you today, but, um, I don't know. I think it'd be, uh, a hard question to ask, but <clears throat> I think, uh, I don't know. I really don't want to, I don't, I'm not too sure on that question. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, fine that's fine you know there doesn't have to be an answer um and then the last question i have for you because you know me and you have talked about this about like how you know like speaking things into existence and being able yeah. to manifest things when you put the right intention and energy behind it and you know you align your thoughts to it what is if you want to share if not you don't have to share what are two things that you know you you're you're trying to manifest for yourself um, within the, the upcoming uh, years? Number one, I'm a single dad, so I'll always be there for my daughter as much as I can. You know, uh, never try to let push work around, but always be there for her. She's my blood. Um, and, you know, uh, you know, always create what another thing is creating uh, a business that's sur- surviving and building this, the clientele that I have and building the most honest and great relationships with people, man. Um, truthfully, I think that's a, it's where my head's at and, um, you know, being a family, man, maybe I want another kid one day, but I want to, uh, you know, looking for a partner one of these days. So that's, you know, that's what I'm manifesting. <laughs> I saw the, uh, I saw that, I saw you post that, that video on Instagram of, uh, your oh, daughter yeah. on the skateboard. She's, she's so, she's so athletic that... and man, she just turned two and, I tell her, oh, grab the skateboard or, you know, you know, she just hops right on it. And I'm like, all right, you got to put that helmet on. You're, you're like me as a kid. I'm like, <laughs> I know where this is. I'm like, all right. She's, she's definitely uh, very athletic and very outgoing and very bubbly little girl already. So I got my hands full. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, cause when you put her on the skateboard, she's like, like, She's like, you know, getting low, standing up, like trying to do like little like moves with it. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, when I saw that, I was like, God bless you. <laughs> I was just like, you got like a little skater. Oh, I know. Hand. She's 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 my gal, man. <laughs> yeah. And then when you were like pulling the board, when you were pulling the board, she like put her arms up like she's like riding a wave or something. And I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, you know, like father, like daughter. She's she's learning quick. She's a quick learner. Absolutely. So, but uh, hey, man, like I said, you know, today was a short one, but I mean, it's always well, what, good talking what, to you. And you know, I, I greatly. Soon. 
Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's just like we both have such busy schedules. So, like I said, like, uh, you know, you being able to take, you know, you know, 40 minutes out of your day to do this with me, I greatly appreciate it. So and then uh, and then we got to get on the we got to get on the course soon. I mean, I'm I'm hot trash at golf. Master starts today. So get ready, all the golf people out there. I'm already yeah, chipped. I'm already chip, I'm already. Oh yeah, I'm already chipping balls in my yeah. backyard right now, waiting for a client to get here. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. Yeah, no, we should. Uh, we definitely got to set something up like next week. Maybe do like an 8 a.m. Oh, tea yeah. time or I'm something. Down to do that. All right. Well, hey, I appreciate it. I appreciate it greatly. And then um, I'll definitely get this. I'll definitely get this posted by Friday, and then I'll send you the link, so then you can send it out to like your other clients and stuff like that, and then you could throw it on your ig because i definitely think you know uh for people that don't know you and for people that you know aren't current or you know aren't clients of yours right now i think that you know hearing this conversation would definitely be be good because then it it's kind of like uh they they're getting to know you already and it's and it's less i think that's awesome i love what your work is what you're about where your head's out your headspace where your work is john you're you're crushing Uh life right now and I love to be a, be part of that team and uh, be helping you as much as you're helping me. That's what we do for each other. So, Absolutely, my man. So I appreciate this. and um, Sounds I'll good, talk Legend. To you later. You got to hang up on me. My, fo- my phone's in the other Thank room. You. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll, All right, right now, I'll talk to you soon.